Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, the show that's all about helping you perform at an optimum level. I am Mr. Productivity, and it is my obsession in life to teach you how to be a more productive you. And one of the ways I do that is by inviting you to take the free seven-question productivity quiz at mrproductivity.com. It doesn't matter if you pass or fail. You are a rock star by taking the quiz and learning how to be more productive. You can do that at mrproductivity.com. Now, also, while you're there, after you listen to this episode, I want you to click on the blog tab, find the episode you're about to listen to with Michelle Kuei, and then give us your thoughts. What are your takeaways from the episode today? Because Michelle is a certified transition life coach who helps negative self-talkers to discover inner strength and beauty by overcoming fear for judgment. Now, everybody has experienced negative self-talk. We're going to give you some strategies on how you can overcome that today. So grab something to write with if you're able to or listen really intently. This is a great episode. Michelle Kawhi. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Now, I got I to gotta tell you this, Michelle, before we get started, is my wife's name is Michelle. And apparently, there's this rift between Michelle's. There's the 2L Michelle's and the 1L Michelle's. And I think it's funny because I'm married to a 2L Michelle. You're a 2L Michelle. And apparently, y'all think that the, the 1L Michelle's lost an L someplace, right? They probably forgot to write it in when they were doing their birth certificate. <laughs> I just I just think it's so funny because people ask me, how do you spell Mark? Is it with a K or a C? And I say, well, actually, it starts with an M. I don't know how you spell Mark, but yeah, so it's very interesting. And I'm, I'm very impressed by you because I looked on your LinkedIn profile and you speak English, Mandarin Chinese, and Japanese. So I'm envious because I want to learn Mandarin really well, but I'm struggling with French and Spanish. So we're going to start with the simpler language first. But so congratulations. You grew up in Taiwan. I, I was born in Taiwan and I grew up in Taiwan. I didn't come to America till I was uh, 15 years old and wow. I spoke no English at all, period. Really? Yeah. So did you go take a course or did you just learn it by immersion in the culture? Really just by immersion in the culture. Um, so during high school, they have these uh, English as second language classes. Yep. So when I first got to this country, you know, that's where I started. They put me in ESL. And the things that we learned, I kid you not, we're learning um, going to a restaurant. This is how you order a hamburger. This is how you order a Coke. And it's a very simple phrase and no grammar, no structure at all. And that's how I started. Wow. Well, I, I had a friend of mine, uh, I still have a friend of mine over in Paris, France, and she told me that she teaches elementary school French kids how to speak Mandarin. And I'm like, oh, I'm so envious. And they go, she goes, you know, here's the secret to learning Mandarin. She goes, when you begin learning English, your parents did not say, this is a truck. T-H-I-S space I-S space A space. They pointed to something. They said, truck, cup. And she goes, what happens is when you take all these languages like Duolingo, whatever, they teach you sentences. Well, that's not how you learn a language. And she goes, when, when she's teaching French students Mandarin, she doesn't teach them full sentences in the beginning. She just points to an object, just like we learned here in, in uh, America. And we learned English and probably how you learn Mandarin. That's how you learn your original language. But all these new, 
you know, I, I love Duolingo, but all these language learning apps, sometimes they, they, I think they teach you things a little too complicated when we just want to learn the words. I don't want to, I don't expect to start Duolingo today and be able to go into a Chinese restaurant and order food tomorrow, but tell me how to say certain things. And so I'm fascinated by languages, mainly because I can't learn new languages very easily, but I, I love the science that goes behind uh, how people learn languages. Mm. And, and I'm hearing a lot of negative self-talk just now that you share because, well, number one, <laughs> I can't, I can't learn that new language. I wish I can pick up the French and I, I wish I can do that. And it's all negative self-talk right there. Now, see, Michelle's cheating because we're going to talk about negative self-talk. And, you know, she kind of jumped the gun on me. Michelle, you're not supposed to do that to the host. Shame on you. But no, but it's a good segue into the, the way we talk because a lot of people don't stop and think about the words they're saying. And, and I, like you, understand the power of words. If you say, I can't, I won't, I'll never, well, you're actually a self-fulfilling prophecy because you're declaring it. So let's talk a little bit about self-talk, negative self-talk, because positive self-talk is really good. But when people use the negative connotation of it, it really affects their growth in life and their journey on the way to success. So talk to us a little bit about the negative self-talk and how we can overcome that. I think number one, and you brought up a really good point. You know, we talk to ourselves all the time and whether, whether it's positive or negative, we're just doing a lot of self-talk, period. And so the language, how we speak to ourselves is really important. We can talk to ourselves in such a way that it empowers us. It, it make us feel good, make us feel positive. We having that good energy. And a lot of time when I talk about energy, people are like, well, are you kind of one of those uh, woo-woo person that you talk about energy? Are you energy healer? So if you think about energy, energy is really how we influence each other in everyday life. So I can walk into a room and suddenly I feel there's a negative vibe coming from someone and there's intimidation, there's anger in there. I pick up that energy. So energy is how we influence each other. And what's interesting and is the energy, you don't have to hear anybody say anything. You can walk in the room. I've done this and I know you have done it as well. That no one, you don't even have to hear anything yet and you can feel the energy without a word being spoken. And I think that's fascinating. Absolutely. And that's the whole idea of, of influencing ourselves. Now we're going to turn it around and internalize it. We're going to work it from the inside out approach. So how you speak to yourself will influence your own energy. Are you able to say, talk to yourself in a more empowering way saying, well, I can't really learn French this moment, <laughs> but I can learn. Yes. I can certainly learn and I'm willing to learn. And it brings up a different level of commitment, different level of inspiration and motivation that you want to learn. Now, I got to ask you this question. When you are around your friends, your inner circle, your family, and they slip into negative self-talk, uh, do you turn into Coach Michelle? No, I don't. So I, that's <laughs> one rule that I would make sure I don't do that. <laughs> When you're a coach, don't coach your friends or don't coach your yes. relatives because yeah, there's a lot of bias behind that. Yes, I I wrote a wrote a blog writ uh, that's good English. I wrote a blog post recently that says three lessons I've learned from trying to coach my wife. When you coach someone who's close to you, 
oh my goodness, it's challenging. I can coach someone who's at a distance and I can bring a high performance coach like a Brendan Burchard or Tony Robbins in to coach my wife because there's not that really close relationship. So if you're listening to this listener and obviously you're listening because you wouldn't hear what I just said, you know that if you're trying to talk to someone in who's really close to you in your inner circle it's really difficult to get them to see your point of view especially if they know you really well especially maybe in the case of uh, family members who used to change your diaper they don't want to hear it and so that's why you go get external help for them and you go help the external people as well at least that's what i found out works best in my my line yeah, and I think it really comes down to we. This is someone we care about, so we have an agenda for that person. We want to see that person, you know, success and making money or doing doing being healthy. So having that agenda was stepping the way of being, you know, us having staying in that neutral, um, unbiased um, position and coaching them and hope, hoping that they will find the answer within themselves. So give us a couple strategies that we can grab on hold to right now. If we are struggling with negative self-talk, obviously I did a unintentional real life example, but what are some solid strategies that we can take away from our time together that we can begin to turn off the negative self-talk and get better at the positive self-talk? Well, I think very important first step would be to be, to be able to catch it. Like a lot of us go through moment and days where we don't even realize that we're talking negatively about ourselves. So, but we're, we're trying to understand like, why is it I'm feeling so bad? And, and why is it that I can never get someone to, uh, you know, do my work or teach me and doing something. So catching it, being, having that awareness is really step number one. And the way that you create awareness, um, one of the most powerful um, strategy that I've been using is journaling. I love journaling, just writing things down, keeping it, take it out of my head to put it, put it on a piece of paper and to be able to see it. It really allows me to understand my own thinking. Is it empowering? Is it bad? What is it? So definitely creating that awareness would be a number one how yes. are you talking to yourself? Yeah, I lie, and I want to add this. A lot of people keep things in their head, and journaling, like you said, is incredible because now I think when you journal something, now it becomes real. As long as it stays between your ears, you can say, well, I don't really talk that bad negatively. My negative self-talk isn't that bad. But when you journal it, now it's real. Now you see it on the paper in front of you. And so I, I'm a big fan of journaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and you know, for guys too, I, I always when I bring out the journaling, I always think about, well, maybe guys don't appreciate this. Maybe men they don't journal. <laughs> but, so I offered it to one of my clients, and and he's um he's a he's a gentleman, and I said, well, do journaling, and he said, no, I don't want to carry a journal around. That's just not me. I don't want to carry a book. But here's what you can do. What I use, I use an app on my iPhone called Day One. It's a journaling app, and you can journal on the go and. No excuses. Everyone carries their cell phone with the, with them. So just you have a thought, you are experiencing negative thought, self-thought, whip out your phone, open day day one and say, I'm negative self-talking right now about X, Y, and Z. 
it makes it real once you put it there because now you're getting it out of your head. So I don't want to hear people say, well, I don't want to carry a journal around. You carry a phone, so go get an app like Day One and begin journaling on the go. It will really does help. It does. And and I, I think you brought up the word real. And, and that's the other thing, the other piece. Creating that awareness, it would make you realize what is real and what is not. And I think that's very important because a lot of that negative self-talk has to do with us believing that we can't do something. And those, I can't do something, sometimes, a lot of time, many times, it's not real. You're just making sure. Everything is a choice. You can choose to stay where you are, not doing what we said, and just just let it go by. Or you can actually choose to follow follow what we just recommended. Follow what we just said, and hopefully, maybe you'll find out if it works for you or it doesn't. But you have to be willing to try something, and you have to make a decision to choose. Yes. Well, let's talk about fear and judgment because now we live in the world of social media and we feel judged 24 7, 365. If we don't get enough likes, we don't get enough comments, we don't get enough views, we don't get enough shares, we feel that the world is judging us because we're like, well, why didn't anybody like my picture? Why didn't anybody like my video? Why didn't anybody like my profile? And it goes on and on and on. And, you know, you have to accept, in my opinion, you have got to accept that you are a wonderful human being. You're here for a reason. And when people start judging you, you got to find a way to ignore them. And I've, I've worked on this for a number of years of my life. And now I just ignore the naysayers because most naysayers are people who are not, in my opinion, really serving the world. I've never had someone who is super successful be a naysayer to me. It always seems the people who are the lazy people. What do you think about that? I think it's very true. I think it's very true. And, you know, honestly, I don't feel that um, you have to care for what other has to say because this is your life. So how you want to live it has nothing to do with how people look at it. And and it really comes down to having having that self-confidence, knowing that you are fully in charge of your own life. And no matter what's going on on the external world, as long as you can work on yourself from the inside out, then you have that confidence in doing everything that you, you're you passionate about. So whether or not someone has an opinion of you doesn't change who you are. Yes. I, I so think it shouldn't it's, matter. Yeah, I think it's funny when people will say to me, well, why is that girl got pink hair? And I'm like, why do you care? Why is that guy got so many tattoos? Why do you care? I mean, I don't understand why it's bothering you. I mean, like I'm a vegetarian and people say, well, why are you a vegetarian? Why do you care? And it's, we, people are so obsessed about what other people look like, how, what other people post and what other people think of other people. And I'm like, you know, you got enough problems of your own. Let's, let's work on ourselves first. It's kind of like everybody wants to go to Mars. I'm like, you know, we haven't got this planet down pat. Why would we want to go to another world and mess that world up now? So I'm saying, you know, we need to work on ourselves. So if you are a negative person, instead of complaining about other people, you need to start going, you know what? I'm going to work on myself and I'm going to figure out how I work on myself and I'm going to get to be the best version of myself I can. And then when I get that done, which you never will, then I can start judging other people. But so many people are judging other people instead of working on their own lives. And I think they've got the cart before the horse. 
And, and I think, you know, where the judgment comes in is really coming from our culture, our belief, how we were brought up. So we were brought up, you know, thinking men and women should look certain way that we should be eating certain food in order to look healthy, be well. So there's a lot of, you know, packages that was assigned to us. And this is the box that you stay in. Mm -hmm. um, so if you don't meet that standard, that makes you different. That makes you, you know, weird or just being out there. But if you fit into the package and everyone is trying to fit into that package, so we're working the, our whole entire life so hard, just trying to be ordinary, be normal. Be normal. Is there a normal here in uh, May of 2020 with COVID-19? Is, is this the new normal, do you think? Or do you think that eventually... Kind of like after September 11th, you know, we we're kind of like all scared for a while and we got back to normal. Do you think that this is our new normal or do you think maybe in six months, a year, 18 months down the road, do you think that we will get back to away from the social distancing and away from the mask everywhere? What, what's your personal thoughts on that? My thought is that there is no such thing as normal. Normal <laughs> okay. is a lie. <laughs> okay. Normal is a lie because if, no matter what what stages of our life and what happened in our life, you would never go back to the same river twice. So we always learn from our experience. We always learn from our, our situation. And, and from that circumstances, you change, you evolve. So you are never the same person the second ago. There's always something that's changing, evolving. And that's what the human nature do. We evolve. So there is no such thing as being normal. Because we all change and every moment was shifting the humanity, was shifting our consciousness. Everything is shifting. So there is no such thing as normal. So we will <laughs> never go back to the same normal. You know, that's a very interesting point because I'm sure that if we could resurrect the people that lived in the 1800s, they thought that was normal. And then you go to the 1900s and people go, no, that's not normal. This is normal. So I can, uh, I can agree with you what you're saying that every moment, every day, every week is a new normal. And I think what people are realizing now is, well, I'll look at this, look at this way. When you look at, there's two types of people in the world right now. There are people that are freaking out. Oh my goodness. Are we going to run out of food? I, I don't have any money. What am I going to do? And there's other people that are saying, Hey, listen, I, I'm going to serve as many people as I can. I'm going to create content. I'm going to go on social media and help people. I'm going to create a podcast, I'm going to write a book. And so the people who are doing something during this global pandemic are going to come out the other side much better than the people who are just complaining, doing the negative self-talk, who are blaming everybody else, who are just binge watching TV all day because they are not doing anything. And I think if you really want to come out ahead, you need to figure out how to do something. And I don't want to hear that I don't know how to do it because there's this thing called Google.com and you can say, how do I dot, 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 and there'll be a billion responses. So, you know, maybe you want to write a book. We'll start writing your book. Maybe you want to start a podcast Then figure out how to start a podcast. But I, I don't think you should wait, like Michelle said, for the it to return to normal because we're not going to go backwards in time. This isn't back to the future. We don't have a DeLorean. We're going to come out in 2020 or 2021 and we're going to pick up life from where it is now. I mean, I haven't stopped living. I don't know about you, Michelle. I'm, I'm still living every day. So I have not gone into hibernation. And I think it's very dangerous for people to say, you know what? I'm going to wait till it gets back to the way it was a year ago. Well, it's never going to get back to the way it was a year ago because that was a year ago. 
what I'm hearing is that you're living in abundance. Your mindset is really living in abundance and you're continuing seeing things as opportunity. Whereas the other type of mindset would be, you know, living in scarcity. You know, what am I losing? And this moment, you know, I don't have a job and where am I going to find a job? It's all about that fear-based mentality Mm -hmm. and scarcity. And, and, you know, we all know by statistically, and there's actually data that shows that if you're living in a positive mindset, in a, in an abundance mindset, then you start to see more opportunity. You grow and you expand and you start using your full potential versus someone who's using the fear-based mentality. You continue to stay where you are because the least things that you want to do is taking action. You're comfortable where you are. Why yes. would you want to move? Yes. Tony Robbins says, you will not change until the pain of staying is greater than the pain of changing. Now, when I first heard that, I'm like, what? What? I don't get it. Listen to me again, listener. You will not change until the pain of staying is greater than the pain of leaving. So let's say on the scale of one to 10, 10 being the worst pain in the world, you are a six. Changing is a seven. Well, until the pain of staying is a seven, and changing is a five, you're not going to change unless you say, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to change. I'm going to do whatever I can to change. If you're going to wait for momentum to happen, it's going to be a long time. And a lot of people who are high performers, as you know, Michelle, they don't wait for the feeling to hit. They're going to do it and they're going to do it now and they may fall on their face, but they're going to move. And I tell people, it's not, people are, so many people are waiting for motivation to get moving. But the thing is, they've got it backwards. Action leads to motivation. People think motivation leads to action. That's backwards. You have to start moving in order to get motivated. I think people also get paralyzed by the idea of you know, that, that failure. If I don't do well, I'm going to fail. Yeah. And one of the quotes that I share with a lot of people is that you can never fail. And when I said that, people say, what? You can never fail? Yeah. You can never fail because every moment, like like I said earlier, you're evolving. So you're learning something new. So each experience, even though it looks like you fail, it looks like you didn't pick up French, but you learn that, well, French is not my language. I don't want to learn French. That's just not something I want, period. So that that's not failing in learning French. That's just not something that you want. Perhaps you're more drawn to learning Japanese and that's, that's where your goal is. That's where your gen and that you learn that by doing it. Yeah. So yeah, the fear for failure is, it's what the reason why it's paralysis causing a lot of paralysis in people. Yes. I, I will tell you that I am amazed at, uh, how much I've learned. Uh, French because you know, you go through and every lesson is built on the prior lesson and I'm like, and then you take a review test and like, wow, I'm actually picking this stuff up. But because it's happening so subconsciously, like, I don't think I'm getting it. Yeah, I'm not speaking French conversationally, but I am knowing and learning the languages. Uh, the reason why I pick French is because my wife knows French. And one of my dreams is to begin speaking French around the house, because as you know, it helps It helps a lot if you can speak the language to other people. That's why so many people speak English in this country, because everybody speaks English. Um, so that's one of my goals is it, it, it helps you your brain develop and you learn something that's difficult. And so, and I love languages. So uh, I wish I could learn more languages, but I, I got to grow my business. So I'm learning one language at a time and I'm only 54. So I've got 46 more years and I can lots of time to learn lots of languages. So no excuses there. 
there you go. I love that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm glad uh, I'm glad you approved, Michelle. I got the stamp from Michelle Quay of approval. So thank you for that. Um, before we wrap up today, I got to ask you, is there anything that we didn't talk about in the show that you'd like to share with our listeners? I think right now during the COVID-19, what people are going through is that fear for the uncertainty. And you and I both own business. So you know, for some people that, that losing their business or they already lost their, a, a big chunk of their business is really, um, scary. And like, where am I going to be? So there's that degree of uncertainty that's hanging in everyone's heart and it, it's real. So what I would share is that with that uncertainty, what you, what would work is just trusting and going back and, and looking at all the accomplishment you have accomplished. You, you gone this far and there's, a lot of great, amazing strength that you've been able to use up until this point. So the idea of moving forward is actually use those strengths that you already have and apply them in the new situation. So maybe we need to, you know, learn more um, technology. That would be a great opportunity to use your strength in learning and, and developing and to become a master in technology. So, so what, how can you how can you de- apply your strength that you have carried up until this point and moving it forward? I think that's a good strategy for people to start thinking about and cultivate. Yes, I absolutely love that. I, I lost a lot of clients because they lost their jobs. And for reasons I don't understand, Michelle, people prioritize food and shelter for their families than coaching. I don't get that, but I guess, you know, you're going to, you have to keep the roof over the family head. So I get that. So you know what? But I, I could have gone in the, you know, into my room and curled up in the fetal position and sucked my thumb and say, woe is me. Or I could just say, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to keep on serving and, you know, people are coming and they're inquiring, but I'm not going to take a negative attitude. Everything happens for a reason. And I'm just, I, I feel better if I serve my audience seven days a week than if I go in the corner and cry. So that's what works for me. And I want to encourage the listener that if you are grieving because you lost a job, well, I'm not saying you're a bad person, so don't misunderstand me. You're just going through something right now. But just realize that if you do something, like I said, start writing that book or whatever the case may be, you're going to start feeling better because now you're going to start feeling like you're contributing. So, you know, it's okay to grieve, but don't stay in that spot too long because life is going to keep on moving with or without you. Absolutely. It's not going to wait for you. Yeah. So, Michelle, where can we find you online? Um, they can go visit me on my website at elevatelifecoaching.org or they can follow me on Instagram at Elevate Life Coach. Okay. Well, this has been really fun having you on the show today. Uh, do me, this is going to be a really, really odd request, but would you say something like, uh, in Chinese, you know, just cause I love hearing other languages. I, I, I love the beauty of languages. So don't say anything filthy cause I won't know what you're saying, but say something nice. Like I love being on the show or something like that, because I, I'd love to hear you speak uh, Mandarin. Sure. Mark. Wow. That's, I don't know. I, it doesn't matter if it's Mandarin, Japanese, Russian, Spanish, you know, Finnish, Polish. I, I love languages. And so thank you for, um, making my heart smile right now. It really made me, uh, made me happy. So, and I really appreciate you being on the show today. Uh, we learned a lot. I certainly learned a lot. So I know my audience did. So thank you so much, uh, Michelle. It's a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. 
And just before we go, don't forget to head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Hit that blog tab, find this episode, and leave a comment. You can ask a question for Michelle, or you can say, hey, here are my takeaways. We'd love to hear from you. So mrproductivity.com, click on the blog tab, find this episode, and leave a comment. Let's have an engaging conversation there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.